Hi, we're here today with Levy Tabron, uh, who works at the University of Georgia, the two-time national champion Bulldogs, and she has a very special role. She's a young seasoned athletic trainer, 10 years or so. So I'm gonna let her describe her story, uh, where she, uh, what, what events have brought her to her role, which I'll let her define, and why she chose that role. Awesome, thank you, Jim. Um, actually, I think I realize now I'm 12 years in. <laughs> so yes, I, I am in a non-traditional role now, almost like an athletic trainer for the mental wellness side. I think we spend, as we're taught to, a lot of time um, helping athletes with rehab from physical injuries. But as we learn in our education, there is a mental component with that. Um, I think that in present day, the depth of that mental component is expanding. So we we must adapt. We have to adapt our curriculum, adapt our mindsets, and adapt our hearts to be more open to helping with that side of the ball. It used to be one of my favorite things to do and see help with uh, was returning someone back to their full potential in sport from what they may have viewed as a, a career-ending injury, right? But seeing someone on the psychological side who may not feel like their life should continue, seeing them make it to the day where they're, they're thriving, they're not just surviving, and they even want to impact others and, and help them want to be around, that's a beautiful thing. And to get paid to do it is, is even, better. even better. I always say the best part of my job is I have over 500 opportunities daily. And that doesn't mean that I see all of our student athletes every day, but I have the opportunity to impact over 500 impressionable lives. That's a blessing. Exactly. Now, at one point you were a traditional athletic trainer. Tell me a little bit about how you and Ron Corson at the University of Georgia got brought together. We know that God works in mysterious ways and uh, an event happened and this kind of helped lead you into this role. So tell us a little bit about that situation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, by happenstance, I took a job in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and 10 days later, we played University of Georgia, um, maybe 35 yards from Ron, Ron Corson, the C-spine guru. Um, I had an athlete go down with a, a C-spine fracture and burst. On the opening um, kickoff, too, right? No, no, no. I and I, I've been trying to figure this out lately. I think it was third quarter. Okay, we'd already gone through halftime for sure. But I mean, he was literally right in front of Ron. So there are just so many occurrences within that situation. We had done the medical timeout pregame. We had a call two or three days prior to the game to go over their EAP. And you know, in that moment, Ron said, "Are you okay?" If we implement our protocol. I said, absolutely. Everything was so swift. Um, just you could tell that their team practiced what they were doing um, and that this was not the first time that they had gone through the sequence. So when that ended or later on at night, because um, our team doctor and I stayed back with Devon at the hospital, I said, you know, could you come down to Baton Rouge and teach my staff? Mm -hmm. And uh, he was just kind of stuck with me after that. <laughs> so that evolved into, well, how about we 
create an event that allows us to not only teach Southern, but to teach the entire SWAC. Um, so created a partnership with the SWAC office, um, LSU, Southern and University of Georgia, and we started doing the emergency care courses. Um, to date, we've helped over 500 athletic trainers, physicians um, with emergency care preparation. It's been tremendous. Devon Gales is a tremendous individual. Um, he was the athlete that was injured on that day with a spinal cord injury, correct? Yes, yeah. yes. Um, he's, <laughs> you know, you, you don't want to say if it had to happen to someone, but he, he was the person for it to happen to. His zeal throughout this situation um, has been tremendous and just his him taking charge in his future and his desire to roll on has mm -hmm. been excellent. Right. A friend of mine is uh, Patrick Young, who played basketball at the University of Florida. And this past year, he suffered a, um, a serious automobile accident that caused him to um, be paralyzed from the waist down. He's undergoing uh, tremendous rehab right now, but his, his, one of his mantras is to choose joy. He is one of those positive individuals I have ever been around, very strong in his faith and his belief that he will uh, continue to get better. And now he's an analyst on the SEC Basketball Network. And people turn tragedies into triumphs at times. But the NATA others created this program called AT Cares. So what's that all about and who needs it and why do I need it? Yeah, so when Devon got injured, AT's care had not come about yet. I got to see AT's care happen organically prior to having a formal structure. So after he got injured, I, I my phone started blowing up, and it was athletic trainers from all over that I'd never met before, but they were calling to tell me um, about their first time, their first critical incident, and, and their first or their first traumatic injury, you know, mm -hmm. and there is, you can heal through heal, hearing other stories. As athletic trainers, we are a very, very unique profession. Mm -hmm. We're unique people. And it's much easier to talk to someone that understands the world that we work in, the, the people that we serve, and the just to push behind why you're doing what you're doing. So when you're going through a situation like that, I mean, honestly, that night, I said, is this a profession for me? Mm -hmm. But then as I as I talked to Jim Thornton, Ronnie Barnes, Ron Corson, I'm pretty sure you, mm -hmm. um, you know, just multiple people explaining what they went through and seeing how long they're still going, you know, it just really helps to, give you a push and a purpose. So AT's care is really kind of a much larger <laughs> program that encompasses just that peer support through the International Christ Critical Incident Stress Foundation. That's who we have our, our education through um, that has come about. We have a, a, a whole district, a whole national team, and now we're looking to build district state and straight state level teams is very good because trauma we're learning much more about trauma not just the physical trauma of things but the mental trauma people go through and i was explaining earlier beforehand i had a uh, 
um, a fracture dislocation of the C-spine uh, many, many years ago, but still very uh, raw at times when it comes up. And we need one another to, to lean on because we know that hurt people hurt other people. Healthy people can help hurt people. I don't know if I'm going to get confused there, but there are many ways that we can support one another to just listen and provide that mental, emotional, physical support that AT care provides. And we oftentimes just try and brush things off, I think. But what what would you encourage someone to do to um, take it seriously that, yeah, it's okay, I need help and I, I just need somebody to talk to? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think part of the brush off is something that we kind of adapt and learn in school um, just by watching the tremendous workload of the athletic trainer, right? And what we fail to realize is it's just like a, a scab that is continuing to get scar tissue that builds up on top of it and it's just getting hard and then nothing can penetrate through, right? right. So if we don't allow that that injury to heal properly, then nothing can penetrate in, not happiness, not sadness, not not joy, not even the lived experiences that you should be enjoying and moving through life with. But with AT's care, if you reach out, we have a national hotline that's found on the NATA website. There's also a form on the NATA website that goes directly to Katie Scott, who is our staff liaison. And a peer supporter will reach out to you. What you'll find in that call, number one thing, what you're experiencing is normal. Number two, you're not alone. Mm -hmm. And number three, you don't have to hold it all in. Because it will come out at some point. <laughs> absolutely. It's almost like a pressurized bottle. It's going to bust. Yeah. So just allow yourself that release and, and it'll truly make you a better person for yourself, your family, and the population that you serve. I'm going to share a quick story, and I'm not going to mention names, but there were two athletic trainers that there was a tragedy at the university, airplane crash. Each of these very highly successful athletic trainers, they basically dealt with it in two different ways, handling the, the trauma and the mental aspect of it. And one thing that my mentor did for for one of those two people was when they returned from that situation, they had all of the, at that time, what was known, mental health opportunities counselors. And he went on a very positive trajectory where the other person did not have access to that. And he went on a, let's just call it a downhill cascade. But at later in life, healing was brought about and their ability to communicate what happened to each other and with each other and work through things brought about positive income, positive outcomes for both those individuals who were future, very high level leaders within our organization. So you can go in different trajectories, but we all need that help no matter what happens. And so it's us to, it's up to us even as peers to help one another, to encourage one another, to ask questions and not just move on to the next day's work and fill it up with that because we, we do get busy. Okay, how are we doing? How are you doing? What can I, anything you want to talk about today? Any, I'm sure you got all the great questions, but just things that will help us 
all to get to a, a better place in that. So this is very, very helpful. So any final comments you'd like to make yeah, about I'll it? Yeah, i say um, that, that story you told, I had the pleasure of training one of those individuals in our assisting individuals with crisis courses. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, great tools that you get from these trainings. So we have assisting individuals in crisis, and then there's a, a group training, group to help a group through a trauma. And both trainings are extremely helpful professionally and personally. We did a course here a couple of days ago and um, a couple of parents in there were just saying, you know, I have middle schoolers and that will help them communicate with their middle schoolers, just learning different psychological well-being factors and um, components to help ensure that those wheels are still turning properly. That's awesome. So thank you very much, Levy. I appreciate your time and all that you're doing to help athletic trainers everywhere because this is a very beneficial program. It's a, it's one of our tools in our toolkit that we all need because we are in a very high stress uh, profession and we have all different kinds of situations to deal with. So thank you very much for joining us today on the uh, Youth Sports Safety Update. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again, Lovey, for a great uh, interview on the Youth Sports Safety Update. We at Jacksonville Sports Medicine are dedicated to youth sports safety through advocacy, awareness, and prevention. Please learn more at jaxsmp.com. We'll post some links uh, to address AT Cares on our uh, show notes. Thank you again for being with us, and we hope you have a safe and enjoyable day. Take care. Bye-bye.